0: what's going on everybody it's your boy v and it has definitely been a minute so without further ado welcome to talk your truth back like we never left um it's been it's been life man a lot's been going on but i appreciate y'all tuning in i definitely looked at the metrics and i'm super proud i'm ecstatic like it's been a while i haven't dropped anything since april and thank you for y'all's patience i want to apologize to each and every one of you have listened uh, people that you've let listen, whatever criticisms that you guys have um, had or discussions that you might that you may have had with people based off of what I said. life has really been um, like a roller coaster as of late. so that's what the the hiatus has been as of late. My job has been crazy too really like the busiest season at my job too. so when I come home it's just exhaustion. But you know what? I'm here. you're here. And I could not be more appreciative than than I am right now to be back on this microphone for y'all to be listening to me, for y'all to be tuning in, and for y'all to be supporting. It's just going to go and grow. The more we grow, the more outlets this will be on, Product, apparel, different things. But we're not going to talk about the future. We're going to talk about the present right now. Um, I do have a few update episodes on the way. I have been paying attention to a lot of different things. Music, like I said, in the intros, on any other show any other episode politics culture and everything in between that's what we're gonna do and today or tonight rather it's it's just unavoidable It's just unavoidable what's been going on lately it's july 16th so no matter when you're hearing this it's july 16th and most recently trump's tweets donald trump's tweets in the the attacking squad and congress and um the congresswomen the freshman Democratic congresswomen. Um, Re- Representative Presley, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Representative Omar, and Representative Talib. So without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and go into it. We're just going to talk about Trump's tweets and how damaging they actually really are. So what he said on July 14th, it was just this past Saturday, or, or Sunday, rather, excuse me, uh, was this tweet, and I quote, so interesting to see, quote unquote, progressive Democrat congresswomen originally came from countries whose governments were our complete and total catastrophe, the worst and most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they even had a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Excuse me for my laughter. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came, then come back and show us how it is done? These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Now I'm gonna dissect this before we even go into anything else. Um, so he acknowledges that the fact that they are progressive, which I mean is fairly obvious, um, and they originally came from countries whose governments are complete and total catastrophe, the worst and most corrupt, inept in the world. <sighs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is Puerto Rican. She was born in New York. Representative Omar is the only foreign-born congresswoman um, that is of the four squad. And she was born in Somalia, but she was made a naturalized citizen at the age of 17. And she's the representative of Minnesota. Um, representative Tlaib was born in the States. As representative Presley was also born into the state. So in which he says originally came from countries whose governments are complete and total catastrophe. That is... Absolutely correct. On two fronts, it's absolutely correct because Representative Omar fled Somalia because of the issues that they had in that country. She was a refugee. Absolutely correct. So I guess congratulations um, for getting it right that time. But you're also correct on the opposite front that whose countries, whose governments, whose government, it's kind of hard to read his grammar, but came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the most worst the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world. That right there is very, very telling in my opinion. It's very telling because it's the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world as far as the governments. Three of the four are from America. So this could be laid to the state and local government of New York, Massachusetts, or Michigan, where representatives, respectively, um, Presley, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and to leave all our congresswomen, or to the federal government and the heinous crimes that have been documented throughout history against minorities. But that's not the point. That's not the point of this, this episode. Um, but they were correct. On both sides, Somalia with Representative Omar and America with the other three. And we were in as far as like examples of that, of course, I can talk about the migrants and um, all along the border. And that's an episode to come. I promise it's going to come. It's going to come soon. Um, We could talk about children with Jeffrey Epstein. That's also going to come. We can talk about South Bend, Indiana in the black lives movement and further murdering of minorities and african americans in this country which will also be another topic that we're definitely going to discuss countries let's 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 flip it let's flip it around country who a country whose government is a complete and total catastrophe the worst most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world is how some people i mean some people who are on the right will view some people on the left if they were to say that about America as social socialists and, and 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 want socialism in and, in and a, and a a pariah a, a bastard of America so to speak that's what they would categorize them as if they were to say that based off of the atrocities that are being committed each and every day and this is not a bash America thing. That's not what I do here. Everybody deserves their own opinion. That's why That's why I titled this Talk Your Truth, because you talk your truth. Everybody else talks theirs. You just respect the opinions. So that's why some people would categorize America as that right now. Fair? All right. The next point, let's just, let's just analyze. Let's just dissect it. Um, new now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States the greatest and most powerful nation on earth how our government is to be run the Amer- America the United States of America was founded in 1776 it's now 2019 some of these freshmen congresswomen are younger millennials and in and, in and, and younger generations than that of the constituents that have always been in Congress for the past 20 or 30 or 40 years people who have been there who have been career politicians the 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 people who actually represent what people voted against in 2016 people didn't want the establishment which is why former secretary Clinton lost um to trump in 2016 because they didn't like those who are a part of the political machine. They didn't want the people who, oh, you're just, you're just like them. You've, you've been doing this. You've all, you've, you don't care about us. That's what they, that's what they think about. You have to have new ideas to progress. If you want to move to a place that you haven't been to, you have to think in a way that you haven't before. But that, that counteracts the whole "Make America Great Again" mantra. That counteracts the whole logo. The slogan itself is "Make America Great Again." Again means past. Again means what was, not improve upon and push forward in progress. I've I've looked at the documents. I mean, I've, I've skimmed over. Of course, I don't have. So much time that other people may have if they just read over all the documents, like the Mueller report, which we also will talk about, but that happens next week. They pushed it back. But um, the testimony, but <laughs> I can't wait, but I can tell you that in order for you to. Do get, uh, in order for you to get something that you never have? You have to do something that you never done. I just know that. So that's, that's a that's a meme. That's that's a quote. That's on Google. You can find it. It's on um like I mean I know it showed up on Cushion Wisdom on on Tumblr. If you want something different, you have to do something different. If you want to progress, you have to progress. You can't regress and expect progress. If I'm an addict and I relapse. I'm not progressing towards being clean. I'm not. If I have an addiction, like I mean, I love sneakers, right? This is talk your truth. So I'm gonna talk my truth for a little bit. I love sneakers. Like, love them. And it might be a problem, but I love the fact of having an entire room in my house dedicated to shoes. Sneakers, Nikes, Adidas, whatever. Just shoe boxes. Having a desk that looks like the Jordan One box, fire artwork depicting shoes. That's I, that, that's that's my I guess my outside of love and like God like that's my drug of choice is retail shoes. Anybody who is shoe plug out there, you know Nike Adidas, go hit your boy up. But I mean, that's my thing. But if I don't want if I want to save my money, or if I feel like I need to make an investment that's gonna help me in my future, but these new shoes are coming out. I gotta choose. do I want these new shoes to come out, or do I want to make this investment that's eventually gonna get me more capital and give me or give me more equity? If I go back and if I'm saying that I'm going to save up this money, Gain this equity and this capital. But then again, I, I, I reniggle on that and I go back and buy shoes. I'm not doing what I should be doing to progress and become better. I'm wearing shoes, but I don't have the equity. So I look a particular way, but I'm not the particular way in which I want to be. But I digress. That was my little rant about sneakers and everything like that. I Actually, just got this uh, the Nike um, Tailwinds Fourth of July Stranger Things joints because I was just like I really just like this the style of the shoe. It's like old vintage classic Jordan one. But that's another thing. Uh, I'll talk about sneakers another day. This is about politics. We talk about sneaker and poli- sneakers, uh, politics and culture, everything in between. Sneakers is also in between that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> So, it's all right. So, the next part is most powerful nation. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime infested places from which they came? Again, three of the four women are from America, none of them are from out west. So, it stops in Michigan. Interesting. Then come back and show us how it's done. So in this this part, this is actually my favorite part about the tweet, is then come back and show us how it is done. The, the sentence before that is, why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? But he follows that by saying, then come back and show us how it is done. So you're acknowledging the fact that this country or this place is broken and crime-infested. I mean it's it's only it's, I mean if you put it you know contextually why don't you go do this and then come back and tell me that means you want a result so therefore you can see how they applied what they did to see if you're going to apply it or if you can so that's an acknowledgement that you can take something from whatever they did to do here or maybe you're just trying to humor them because you really don't care in the first in the first place, which it probably is that. But next, last part: these places need your help badly. One, this is America, land of the free. We've we've championed bringing a democracy to other countries. Some of whom have asked for, some of whom have not. That stopped in 2016. You can't. Leave fast enough, I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Now, let me just hit on that last point. Nancy Pelosi has not been the kindest to squad, and I'm just going to refer to them as squad. That's what they, that's that's what the, that's just how people know them, the four freshmen congresswomen squad. So, Nancy Pelosi said in Congress in, in session, something to the degree that you guys need to be patient and 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 more moderate and work with the opposite side. Don't just bring out these outlandish progressive these ideas and the, like the Green New Deal and everything like that. Like you have to have something more concrete and it's less idealistic to bring to the table. So therefore, it can be worked upon. That's what I got from what Nancy Pelosi said. So I see that Trump picked up that point and was like threw it back at them. Then he followed it up with today, where I, I mean, not today. He it was I think it was yesterday when I listened to it. I listened to him on the North Lawn, and he was only letting John. I don't even know what publica- publication John is actually with, but he was only letting John speak, and he was telling everybody else to be quiet, quiet, quiet. And it's like making these hand motions, like you better, pretty much you better shut the fuck up. So, um, that's really what I got, and I was like, wow, you just okay just missing of the media and only letting one person you just you should have just done it 60 minutes if you wanted one person to ask you questions but anyways the go back to your country statement that's what really got me because going up in the south i mean charlotte is a it's a city you know but it's still the south it's not rowan county it's not spartanburg it's It's not Marriott or Alpharetta, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same type of city. So it might not be, it's the South in some senses like that. It's more of a, a city than a town, you know? But being from Charlotte and being raised here, I encountered this when I was in high school. And I actually talked to a friend about this before doing this recording. And I was just like, yo, that's what really stuck with me. When he said, go back to your country. They don't have to be here. If you don't like it, you can leave, which is a pure dismissal of the, what the issue actually may be. First and foremost, Representative Omar came here as a refugee because she needed to escape the violence that was in Somalia. Why would you tell her to go back? Representative Presley, Cortez, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, and Tlaib they're from here where are they going to but what really struck the quote with me when it said this because it brought up memories of my high school days where somebody would denounce or say something like how we need to progress as a country and like how certain things need to be usurped or or, or certain positions and, and policies and and practice need to be changed some people are like you don't like it you could leave in most cases, it was in regards to a black person or Hispanic person. Let's just hit on the point of black people. We didn't come here voluntarily. I remember when Texas Instruments, just, they, they put out the um, the textbook years ago where they had indentured servants instead of slaves in the textbook that they were teaching kids. And they recalled all those books, trying to brush over the vicious and ridiculous nature that it is, disrespectful and degrading to humans. So when I hear this statement, go back where you came from, especially in regards to black people, you stole them. You can't tell somebody to go back somewhere that you took them from. That's, that's, that's just that's just backwards it makes no sense at all and then it it just it just it just speaks to the volume in the character that it just can't um it just it can't be correct that's not how you should do things that's not how you should speak to people that's not how you should treat people. This is the land of the free. This is America. You're supposed to be accepting. Even even Nixon, you know, the party of Reagan, said that we if we are a, we are strong because we are a nation of immigrants. We're strong because we're a nation of immigrants. I mean, come on, bro. Like. Why is it this way? We have to be a nation of immigrants. That's why we, we learn so much. We learn so much. We learn so much from each other. And that's what's beautiful about it. All these different cultures coming, all these people from Asia or the Middle East or or Europe or Africa and South America and the people who are already here, the indigenous American. The, the European colonists, you know, the, the descendants of them, the modern American and the African Americans, the descendants of African America, uh, African, Africans in America, excuse me. That's what makes us beautiful because there are so many cultures here that we can learn from each other. I love learning about other cultures. I love learning about other people. I love having conversations with other people, not because I want to know your process or these politics or or pick your brain or anything like that. It's because I want to see your culture. I want to see how you do things. I want to see your practices. If you've ever been to a like a Puerto Rican Day Parade or Peruvian Day Parade or, or a Chinese New Year Parade or LBGT Pride Parade, and you're not a part of that community, it's a marvel. It's something that you could just look back and be like, whoa, I am astonished at this. We're all in good spirits. Everybody is fine. And this is something completely new for me. That's the beauty of it. Gaining knowledge about different people. Not being divisive and keeping others away from you. Because you can't go... Anywhere, as a community, as a human community, if you're not cooperating and cohabitating and living amongst one another. Um, but what I saw when 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 when, this, when Trump tweeted this and then said "Go back to your country," I see this as a part as a rallying cry that the Democratic Party can rally around. I really am interested to see how debate night number two amongst the Democratic candidates will go. I did watch the first two nights, but it's far removed from there. I'll definitely give a reaction to debate number two and who I think showed up and showed out and did what they needed to do to separate themselves and move up in the polls. But it's a rallying cry because now Nancy Pelosi to the freshman congresswomen is supporting them. People in Europe, foreign world leaders are denouncing this rhetoric in these words because that's not how you should be. If that's how you do your politics, if that's how you treat people, let's forget politics for a moment. Is that how you treat people? If they disagree with you, you could leave that that, that continues the notion of me living within my own world. And that if I see anything that 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 that's different, it's a threat. Or it should be eradicated and changed. The Sphinx in Giza. The artwork and tribes, weaponry and and traditional garbs and European museums from Africa and other countries that were colonized. Trophies. after it's stolen, after it's taken. And those people are treated less than animals. That's what I feel as if it breeds. Because that's what's happened in the past. History tells us a story. Our story. Um, And then the silence. And and I'm I'm, I'm not going to speak for too long. I don't want this to... Be as long as some of the other um, episodes from the past there will be more coming and I want you guys to get to the points and we're going we're gonna to keep talking keep sending the emails too um, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute silence silence is golden isn't it my mom actually told me when I was younger that listen when people don't talk because there are things that they're saying in their silence that you would never hear if they were speaking. And sometimes people's silence can tell you more than any words that they can ever utter. Them not denouncing this divisive, racist rhetoric, is telling enough as to what the Republican Party thinks. Excuse me. It's like Trump has all of them in his in his grasp, in his in his anaconda grip, his boa constrictor grip. Some people would say that he has all of their balls in a vice, a vice grip. If anybody has ever seen Friday After Next, just think about Money, Mike, and Damon. It's probably like that. Just less humorous and more puppeteer-like. Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, Ricky Rubio, and... What's the other guy's name? Not Chuck Schumer. Um, Man majority leader mitch mcconnell there we go all of him were denouncing all of them were denouncing this type of rhetoric in 2016 lindsey graham has completely flipped the script he's going 180 ever since 2016 and he loves trump he just supports him 100 even though him and trump disagreed on one thing when trump was on the the north lawn yesterday um But obviously, no one's going to step up. And this is what I told my girlfriend. If you know, if, if people aren't willing to step up, then you got to step up. People showed out for 20, 20, 2018. We got to keep that same energy for 2020. Stay informed. Because it's going to get worse. A lot worse. And a lot more scary times and fearful times. Charlottesville, I, I just, I just, I didn't, I'm not going to talk about that, but I do not want this type of rhetoric to be taken to the extreme to where anything as heinous as Charlottesville ever happens again. But what this does is this speaks to the base that 20 or 30% of the country that actually loves Trump wholeheartedly worships the gentleman, just follows him without, without fail, without, without question, We can't use this rhetoric. We can't. Because before it would be Republicans working with Democrats on certain things or Republicans not working with Democrats on certain things. It just went against the party ideals and the party agenda and vice versa. Democrats not and working with Republicans when, it's, when they saw fit, when it was beneficial to everybody. And that's why I listen to everything. That's why that's why that's why like I said earlier, that's why I named it talk your truth, because everyone has opinion. It has an an opinion, excuse me. I talk my truth, you talk your truth. It's not that like we have to agree, but the beauty in conversation is which we understand one another. We don't have to have a conversation to agree. That's a debate. But it also means that you have a have a have a agenda with speaking to somebody. If you speak to someone, just speak to them in hopes of understanding them. Not in hopes of having them agree with you or you disagree with them. So you can make an enemy or make a friend. With understanding comes respect. No matter if you agree with them or not, if you respect them, then you, you know, y'all are cool. Y'all are good. Even if you don't. One of my former managers staunch Trump supporter loved me because I brought a different understanding than he and we talked about it but I'm going to just leave y'all with this because I don't want this to be too long email me um, l-t-x-t-y-t at gmail.com follow me on Instagram at there's only one the number underscore v I've been talking, I've been V. This has been Talk Your Truth. I appreciate y'all. Each and every one of y'all, thank you very much for tuning in. We're just gonna keep it coming. I got more to come. I'm gonna give y'all update episodes of what's been going on in my life. I'm gonna speak my truth to y'all. Thank you very much. I love each and every one of y'all, and y'all keep being great. Y'all are the talk your truthers, and I appreciate y'all so much. Thank you. We out, peace.